This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 129 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Enjoy today's tip. I'm Glenn the Geek from Lexington, Kentucky, and you're listening to Horse Tip Daily. Welcome back, everybody. Well, we have some great shows on the Horse Radio Network this week. One of them was the Stable Scoop Radio Show, which you'll find right now at StableScoop.com. And uh, Helena and Samantha spoke with Lynn Palm this week, who's obviously a legend in the horse world and has given many people a lot of tips, uh, horse tips over the years. So you can take a listen to that. It was a fascinating interview over at StableScoop.com. And we got a ton of other shows as well over at the Horse Radio Network. You can find them all at HorseRadioNetwork.com. Well, we have our leather care expert, Betsy Cohen, back on with us today. She knows more about leather care than anyone I know, and she works for Bickmore, which is one of the leading companies in the leather care business. And Betsy has been working with them for over 10 years, and it's just a delightful lady. She has done one tip with us so far, so if you uh, didn't get to hear that, just check it back to the website at horsetipdaily.com and search under the Experts tab for Betsy Cohen, and you'll find all our tips. You can just listen to them right in a row. So let's say hi to Betsy. Well, hi, Betsy, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Hey, thanks, Glenn. Glad to be here. So we're going to talk a little bit about leather care today. We are, and, and protecting your investment. You know, leather is pretty expensive, and, and whether it's a leather jacket, footwear, you know, whatever it is, it's pretty expensive. And I think people don't think about taking care of it until, uh-oh, it's looking old and decrepit. And so basically, <laughs> leather care, proper leather care, starts the minute you buy it. So you don't want to wait weeks, months, years, anything like that. You need to do it regularly. You need to do it right from day one. And even if that leather item is just sitting in your closet, your tack room, the basement, whatever, that leather is aging and drying out. So you need to keep up with it. So the first thing that I would tell people about leather is they need to keep it clean. And not only, okay, well, yeah, my my shoes are in my closet. They're not getting dirty. Eh, Wrong. Dirt and dust are getting in there. So basically, I would tell them dirt is the biggest enemy, and they need to protect it from that. That dirt gets in those pores and cuts the fibers of the leather, and that weakens the leather and then causes the degradation of it. So if it's a saddle, get a saddle cover. Make it sure it's a fabric saddle cover. If they're shoes, keep them in their box, or I would even prefer throw them in an old um, pillowcase. You know, basically keep them covered. Keep the dust and dirt off of them. Okay. The second thing is, and this is more specifically towards tack, but you need to get the sweat and the grime off as soon as possible. Um, you mean we don't leave it on there for three months, all, all the whole summer, and then decide I think to a whole bunch it? of people do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but more you know, people we do really, than don't. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Unless but, they're pony clovers. You know, pony clubbers are great little people because, boy, they are—they have to do it, man. They, right. they have those moms watching out in those pony <laughs> and, clubs. And I'm, you know, you know my wife Jennifer, and she was a, a pony clubber. And let me tell you, to this day, she still is obsessive about cleaning her tack. When they learn it, if they graduate from pony club, it sticks with them forever. And kudos to pony club for getting that. I think a whole bunch of us need to go back to pony club. <laughs> for that remedial lesson because, yeah, lots of people don't do it. And, you know, sweat and grime, that will kill tack faster than anything else. Sweat, if you think about it, sweat is salty. 
salt is a drying agent. So basically, your horse's sweat, your sweat, all of that sweat is going in there and pulling all those emollients out of the leather, drying it out. Dry leather is hard leather. It's cracking. Bad news. So you need to get that salt off there. Um, Regarding the actual act of cleaning tack, I see a lot of scary things out there. And basically what I tell people is, hey, you want to get the dirt off. So a napped terry cloth washcloth. And I actually go to Walmart and buy the 12-pack the for a couple bucks. That Those are white ones? White. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're so rough that I really wouldn't want to use them on my face. Right. Because that is going to grab that dirt, and it's going to pull it off. So that's not too so, rough for the leather then? It is not. Okay. Um, you know, maybe if I had some Italian lambskin fabulous jacket. Okay, well, at that point, I'm hoping you're not going to get it that dirty that you're going to need that. But basic top grain, nice quality leather. Those terry cloths are not that rough, but basically I'm going to get that cloth a little bit damp. I'm going to put some Bic 4 on it, which is a leather conditioner, and then I'm going to work it in, and I'm going to keep moving that white terry cloth over and refolding it so I basically allow the nap of that washcloth to pick up the dirt and get it off the tack, and then I'm moving to a different part of that cloth. So only the clean part of the cloth is ever touching that tack. I see so many people using those tack cleaning sponges. It makes me crazy because all that sponge is doing is picking up the dirt and smearing it and putting it somewhere else. I always wondered about that. It, it, and I love cleaning people's tack who've used that for a long period of time because I can actually feel the sticky glycerin bar settle soap residue that's all in the, the cracks and crevices and it's still moist and wet and sticky and I pick it out and it's kind of like, I don't want to say a booger because that would imply gooey, but it's definitely sticky. And yucky and, and, and dirty. Well, that, now we are getting a little bit of the Pony Club territory because they do these, the glycerin soap bars. So, uh, yeah, that's, a, that's another tip for another day. Okay. And, and we will get to the saddle soap myth and, and why people should never use saddle oh, soap. Oh, you just on had their... every Pony Clubber turn over. I know, I know, and I've been fighting with them, but you know, one battle at a time. Okay. So, all right. So, um, I've, so I've cleaned it. I've uh, used the, the, uh, that's just to clean it, right? Well, the Big Four actually does four things. It is a mild cleaner. It is a deep conditioner. It is a polish and a protectant. So for my leather care and, and my anal retentive tendencies, all I ever need to use is the Big Four on my leather. Okay. Now, when I've cleaned my tack to the point where there's nothing else on it that I can possibly, re- possibly remove, and, you know, I start looking around people in my tack, in the other tack room and I go, oh, their tack is dirty and I need to start cleaning their tack, that's when I get out the heavy guns and that's when I go to the Bic One. Leather cleaner does one thing. It is not gentle on leather. It is not pH balanced. It is made to get dirt off quickly and effectively with minimal amount of scrubbing. Okay. So again, I'm going to use one of those white washcloths from Walmart. Now, um, as an aside, after I'm done cleaning my tack, I'm going to wash them and I'm going to bleach them. So in case it did pick up any little mold spores anywhere floating around, I'm going to make sure that that's dead and gone before I bring it back to clean my tack. So I'm going to use one of those newly bleached cloths. I'm going to use a little bit of water, and I'm going to squeeze as much of the water out of it as I can. I'm going to put some of the big one on the cloth, not on the saddle, and I'm going to work it in. And again, keep moving that towel to a clean area to get that dirt off. Once I do that, and a little goes a long way, I'm going to let that tack dry for 5-10 minutes, and then I'm going to go back. Because the big one is so aggressive, it's pulled the dirt out of that tack, or that pair of shoes, 
or that pair of smooth chaps or whatever it is that you're cleaning, but it's also pulled out a lot of the emollients in that leather. So at that point, I'm going to stop and say, okay, I've just sucked the dirt out. Now I've also sucked out some of the good stuff. I need to replace that. That's why you need to go back with the Bic 4 and rehydrate that leather. Give it and a again, drink. Slop that on. Give, yep, it, give it a drink. Yep. yep. And and once that's done, I'll use a soft cloth, buff it up with a shine or to a shine, and it's it's all good. Well, now I know what the picture for this episode has to be. It's just going to be one of those little tack cleaning sponges with the big red circle with the... Exactly right. Okay. (laughs) Yep. Except for I did say, see one of the competitors for a while was doing a sponge coated in like a a terry cloth. Oh, had like a little pouch. They are out there. Yeah. They are. And that is a very cool idea. I don't find that it's rough enough and and the nap isn't big enough. And I don't want to say rough because people then think sandpaper and they're like, oh, I'm going to get out the sandpaper. It's just, you need that dirt to get picked up and held away. And then also I use that sponge a couple times and there's no more area for me to go to that's clean. So I would need, when I was doing it, I was needing seven and eight of those sponges. At that point, it's just going to be cheaper for me to go and get some washcloths. Yep. Cool. And sponges don't tolerate bleach very well. Right. Unless you're getting the natural ones and well, again, um, natural t- sponges. And they tend, they tend to break down a lot quicker than your washcloth is going to do. Yeah. And the other thing that people always forget is they only clean the top of the saddle. Your horse is sweating. It's sweating right through that saddle pad. So you need to get on the bottom. You need to get in between the flaps, everywhere and anywhere. I usually will keep a stiff bristled paintbrush to get the dust off, like around, you know, the tag, whether, you know, it says County or or Albion or, or whatever kind of saddle you have. But all of that, those little plates and where the stirrup bars are and everything, I'll use a, a stiff bristled paintbrush to get the dust and dirt off of that. Cool. So, all right. Um, so, yeah. Well, that's great. And now, now um, I wanted to ask you a question. I've totally forgotten it. It's age, you know. Ugh, I'm sorry. <laughs> say we can talk about storing leather. What's that? I had a really funny line, but it, it won't work in this whole thing. Now we kind of got off track a little bit. So. Okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that's right. All right. So, so uh, they can find out more about Bickmore, right, at B-I-C-K-M-O-R-E dot com. You got it. And that has Absolutely. all of the different products on there and everything. And, and you can find Bickmore. You can actually buy Bickmore products where? You know, they need to go to the website and check it out because we are, you know, in 12 or 13 different countries and we're all across the U.S. We have a pretty good distributor network and distributors are like less than happy about sending all of their customer information to us. So the people that are on our website are buying directly from us. Everyone else needs to go through a distributor. So Worst case scenario, if they call me at 800-356-8804, they can call me and I will find them someplace close where they can pick up that product. Great. Hey. Or you can go into your local retailer and demand them to carry BIC4. Woohoo! Get BIC more products. Go, go, go. BIC4, <laughs> BIC4, Yahoo! Well, thank you to Betsy for stopping by. I hope you got something out of her instruction there on leather care. It's always important to know. We buy all these expensive leather products and then we don't really know how to take care of them properly, so we're hoping that uh, through her tips that you, you get a, at least another opinion on how, how it can be done correctly. Well, that's about all for today. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone.